You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We'll take a class together. And we will lift it to the good life. And as we're lifting it, we will most sincerely say, we'll take a class together. This is Equity One, Broadway's happy hour. Pour yourself a drink and join us as we chat about life, theater, and and everything in between. I'm Elliot Maddox. And I'm Caleb Dickey. Join us for your Equity One. This week's episode of Equity One. Today we have with us our two guests, Broadway husbands themselves, <laughs> Brett Shuford and Stephen Hanna. Hi. Hi. Hey. Welcome, guys. Ooh, I was Thanks. really close to the mic there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being here with us. Thanks for having us. We Hi. are here in this beautiful midtown studio we're actually in a midtown studio sometimes we joke that we're in our beautiful studio but we are here in a beautiful studio we have a podcast dad alan here helping us because we have some exciting news everyone we haven't said told anyone this we haven't but we are partnering up with um the broadway podcast network which is a new exciting place where you can find all things broadway podcasts and we will um, link all the information below to where you can find out more about that. It's launching very soon, and we are so excited to be part of the family. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be a great community. Like, yeah. it's going to be amazing. We've already met a bunch of people. We met some people that were on their way recording when we came in to record, and you know, we're having we're having a really good time. So we're ex- so excited to be here in this gorgeous studio recording. That's so cool. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, podcast dad. And, <laughs> and seriously, the studio is very nice. Beautiful. Very, very nice. Yes. Yes. We are we feel very lucky mm-hmm. to have such such an amazing podcast family. I know. We're like higher up than like the late show. Like ah. I know. <laughs> now if only the sun would come out. I know. I know. It's a rainy day here. But you know, we can only take so many summer days That's and right. we're trying to get to fall so if it if it's a little cloudy i'm okay with it yeah all right yeah yeah, yeah. so we like to start every um episode with how you got started in the arts so whoever wants to go first just oh. like 
who, who got how you got started in the arts? Yeah, oh, as as a young, any kind of arts. Oh, okay, so as a young person. I was best friends with these two girls on my street, Kate Medine and Megan Castor. Growing up, where was the street? In Pittsburgh, it was called Lockridge Road, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh down there. Yes, that's right, down there in mm-hmm. Pants and at. And um, you know, Mall. they were my best friends, and they went to dance class every Saturday. And the dance studio that they went to is called Shade Sisters, and the woman lived on my street. Her name is Eileen Shade. She's sisters of Jeff Shade, who many people might know. He has performed on Broadway, and he is a teacher at Steps and teaches all over the place. Um, So they went there, and I had to follow them along, and that's how I started dancing when I was three turning four. And from then on, I just never stopped. <laughs> and now at the age of 10, um, you know. <laughs> no, you've only been dancing for, for just a six, couple seven of years. years and, yeah. yeah. Things have gone well. So. <laughs> There's hope. So accomplished for someone so young. <laughs> Thank you. Um, three, four is pretty young, I feel mm-hmm. like, for boys to start. I feel like I started a bit later as a boy in dance. And um, when did when did you start? I started Kayla? in second grade. So I don't know how old that seven, is. Eight, yeah, like yeah, seven, eight. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't start ballet till I was like seven or eight. Um, but yeah, it was like the one thing I really liked to do. It was the only thing my parents could get me to do without like bribing me or begging me. So, you know, it was just something I always loved to do. Yeah. Do your sister still dance? No, I don't have. They're just they were just my friends. Oh, your friends. They the were Shade friends. Sisters, sisters. Oh, the sisters was the name well, of the studio. The studio um, Eileen Shade just retired uh, in seventeen when I was in Hello Dolly, and mm-hmm. she came to see the show. Aww. And it was super sweet. And she had just done their final performance. Oh wow! Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. The end of an era. Yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so it just never stopped from there. Mm-hmm. Brett. And then I grew up in Texas, and I. Remember, um, I loved musicals, and I have three brothers. I have a twin brother, and I have two older brothers, oh. and they were all athletic. Like they loved soccer, and but when there was a live performance, it was like an, uh, at the library. My mom took us all, all four of us, <clears throat> and they did. You know, these kids were performing, and they were doing like songs about don't talk to strangers and don't do drugs and <laughs> all this stuff. And at the end of the performance, I just started wailing. I was six. I just started crying, and my mom's like, thought I got stung by a bee. It was very dramatic. And then when she got me to calm down, she was like, what is Brett, wrong with you? you dramatic? I know, imagine. <laughs> As I'm like talking I'm into so the mic shocked. with both hands. And and my mom said, what's wrong? And I finally said, I want to do that. <laughs> oh. So she got me involved with the that children's group, and that's how it started. Yeah. Okay, so both both of you started pretty young. Mm-hmm. When when was that moment when you were doing this and excited by it, where you were like, oh, "I can't do anything else," or or when you found out there could potentially be a career in it for like your life? Well, I think <laughs> I don't remember the moment. I can remember the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was during like a summer program. I used to go to Point Park College. Um, they had a summer program. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I was 10 or 11, and um, there was just something about that time, like I guess the teachers and like maybe the fact that like I was understanding what I was actually doing and I was getting better and I could feel that I was getting better. And there was something about it that I was like, this is what I have to do. Like I I cannot not dance. And then around the same time, I, um, I continued going to Point Park College and I would take classes with the college students and, um, and I was pretty young, like I was like 11, oh, and wow. I was in like this college 
advanced ballet class. And, um, and they would take me to their jazz class as well. And I would go and take their jazz class. And around the same time was when Paula Abdul was like super popular. <laughs> and I went to see <laughs> the Vibology concert. And I was so <laughs> torn because I, I knew I wanted to be a ballet dancer. But I was so torn because they would take me upstairs to this really, uh. really, really fun jazz class. And I would just like live my life. Yeah. And um and then I was seeing things like Paula Abdul perform and seeing her dancers. And I was, I had such a torn, torn moment, but at the moment I chose, you know, just to go strictly into ballet. And that was kind of like that moment, like 11, 12. Um, it's like, I don't know what changed or what happened, but I was just like, that's what I want to do. You had to get serious. Yeah, I had to get serious, <laughs> but there was still like this, like crazy, like other thing inside of me that I wanted to do. But I think... I went this other path first before I pursued the other thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. For me, I, I remember, like, I did community theater. That was the only thing that I had access to in Beaumont, Texas. And and the first show I did was, well, I was seven, and they were doing Annie. And that was how it really kind of, I fell in love with the movie Annie. So when sure. my dad saw they were doing it, he called them up and was like, is there something my son could do in this oh. show, you know? <laughs> um, and... Did you have a red wig? No, I oh. wish. I tried. Were you pepper? I was pepper. Um, <laughs> it was salt. Pepper is my favorite. The, the lesser was salt known on word. Broadway. But, um, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, and then I just remember the girl that played Annie, she was really good. We're still friends on Facebook. And she. <laughs> like, at Sorry. some point, I think, I think we were like nine, and she was Artful Dodger, and I was Oliver. Okay. And during that projection of Oliver, she was like, I think I'm done. She's like, I think I'm going to just go play soccer. She retired. What? Yeah, nine. She played Annie, like. Yeah, yeah what else was left, right? <laughs> like, She's like, I'm playing men's roles, so like a pants roles. <laughs> and I remember, like, I remember thinking, how could you be done? Like, I remember thinking, what, what else would you do? And it, and it was just like, I think there was just something in my brain that was like, this is it. Like, mm -hmm. I, I already knew it, like nine. I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And it didn't make sense to me when people would quit and be like, I'm going to go do this other thing. I'm going to go into math or science. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know? Right. I was like, I'm going to be on Broadway. That's what I want to do. So I think it was, and my brothers knew that, you know, they were all football, baseball players. And mm -hmm. I was the one over there belting Miss Saigon next door. So that's how it went. Mm -hmm. Did they get it? Did your families no. kind of get it? No. They picked on me, made fun of me. Yeah. And I, so I think it was good resilience building, you know, to be like, whatever, I'm going to be who I want to be. And mm -hmm. um, they didn't get it, but that's okay. I mean, they, yeah. they did the best they could and they would come. My dad would always stay for the first act and leave an intermission oh. and because you know, <laughs> he would get bored and, um, you know, but I never took it personally. I was sure. like, I, you know, I would, I would go for the halftime show and then leave, you know? Right. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, yeah, it makes sense, the trade-off there. Yeah. <laughs> what about your family? Um, my parents were actually very supportive. My dad uh, was a ballet dancer growing up. Oh, wow. And he had kind of an interesting experience. He left home early to train, and then my grandma and grandfa grandfather, I call him grandfather because I never met him, so it's like weird. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so he they made him quit his senior year in high school and come back to Pittsburgh. And um, he went to the National Ballet School, which is which was in Washington, DC, and it doesn't exist anymore. But um, 
So they made him quit and come back and finish high school in Pittsburgh because there wasn't enough money and there were too many gays. And um, so when I started dancing, my dad was always really, really supportive. Mm -hmm. And I think that my mom, if anyone needed like the help to try and support me, because she would try and I was like a wrestler in the ba on the basketball team. I was on the swim team. I bowled like I did. She made me do a lot of things because she just wanted me to make sure that that's really what I wanted to do. Uh -huh. um, where my dad was like, when I started taking with a really good ballet teacher, he would um, talk to her afterwards and make her work with me. And he used to give me a hard time. Like when I first started dancing, they taught PK turns and they <laughs> called them. They called them perch turns. Uh -huh. So when I was really young, my dad would ask me like what I did in class. And I was like, oh, we were doing perch turns. And I was showing him and he was like, that's not a perch turn, that's a PK turn. And I was like, no, it's not, no, it's not. <laughs> and then like later on when I started taking like a, a different mm -hmm. ballet class, the parents came to watch and they, we were doing PK turns and he was like, I th oh, I saw you guys were doing perch turns today. And I was like, no, it's PK. And he's like, I thought you said they were perch turns. <laughs> so long story short, but he was always very supportive and bo both my parents were supportive. And um, I was really lucky to have that because the community I grew up in was not necessarily an arts-driven mm -hmm. place, and the kids were not supportive. <laughs> Let's sure. just say that. I mean, I think that's a pretty common thread <laughs> yeah, for yeah, yeah. people involved in the arts when, when they're younger. Mm -hmm. It's that kind of like other, mm -hmm. one might one might say kind of like queer kind of uh, lens that we all, kind of, we all uh, live through, mm -hmm. just being that kind of different person with different interests and that but that's really interesting that your dad was the, like the most supportive yeah. I feel like that's a yeah. kind of a rare it, it, yeah yeah it was and then he he came back to Pittsburgh and did something nothing to do with the arts so mm -hmm. <laughs> he was an engineer yeah he just yeah. worked for General Motors um, the car plant so I've heard of totally him that's why when Stephen got <laughs> that's why it was so cool when Stephen got Billy Elliot and mm -hmm. he was playing older Billy it was like very similar, yeah. Oh like yeah. his dad and but my dad was supportive. Whereas, yeah. but it was just like a very like supportive. cool yeah. mm -hmm. moment for his dad to see the show with his dad and yeah, yeah. yeah I was I'm very lucky to have the parents that I have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> well, I want to know how you guys met. Well, so <laughs> whoever wants you to tell tackle it? that, you can you can start. I can chime in if you. Okay. Want. Well, we. <laughs> <laughs> he was dancing at New York City Ballet. He was a principal dancer. Mm -hmm. And I threw a Christmas party. I lived in Astoria at the time. And I was doing Beauty and the Beast on Broadway at the time. And I threw this Christmas party. I'd started throwing this like annual Christmas Eve orphan Christmas party. Fun. <clears throat> mm -hmm. and, um, and so anybody who was in New York who didn't have a place to go, like I'd make Tex-Mex that was always our tradition in our family, and they could come. And so Stephen came with a friend of mine who had worked in New York City Ballet. And, you know, we were 26, and just <laughs> be, he was just this beautiful man. But we were both seeing other people at the time, and I was like, okay, I'm really crushing on this guy, and um, seeing somebody else, I can't, you know, can't go there. And there was a lot of staring. Yeah, there was a lot of staring and trying not to get caught staring, you know? Uh-huh, sure. Um, you know that... Just, a, just over just the like cup a, sit. A lot of right, staring. And then he's, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Oh, hi. Yeah, right. Mm. And, then, and then from that moment on, we became friends. We, 
we would stay in touch and text and like, mm-hmm. and he was seeing somebody at the time too. And we would and pretty much complain about spend most of our time together complaining about yeah. our relationships. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. And then, it, yeah, that's basically what happened. And then eventually I was out of the relationship I was in and then he was out of his <laughs> and then he called me to tell me, I think you called me. I don't know if you texted me or not. I think you called me and you were like, um, we just broke up. And I was like, Oh, well that, I think I was just so excited. Basically it was like, we just broke up. What are you doing? What are you doing? Come <laughs> over. <laughs> so we actually went to dinner that night and the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. 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 Wait, so how long have you guys been married? Since 2011. Word. That was yeah. 2007 we started dating. Mm-hmm. And then I got, I was really excited because he was a dancer at New York City Ballet. He wasn't in the theater. And I thought, wow, I, I found a guy in the arts. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he was a principal dancer. He was like top of his game, you mm-hmm. know. And... Um, but he's not in the theater, so I'm not going to run into these, you know, like sure. run into him at an EPA or you know, <laughs> something. You know, right, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and then, um, and then I got Little Mermaid, and when we opened Little Mermaid, he, they Billy Elliot started casting, and they, they, uh, unrelated to me, he just got this appointment and went in and he booked it, and I was like, oh, now you're in. Okay, now you're on this side. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> And at that point, we were already in love. I was like, I can't do it. It's actually funny. I just remember that the day that I was supposed to first audition for Billy Elliot was the day we were moving in together. Yeah, that's right. And I classic like the worst moving day. You want to you want to get appointments for something? Schedule like a big life event. Totally, totally. And it will happen. Fly to Abu Dhabi. Fly to Abu Dhabi. You'll book a Broadway show. Uh And I I actually, I actually called them and canceled. And said I can't make it, and then they actually called me back and said we we still want to see you, and they so they rearranged it to another day. But well, but I just do. remember being like, listen, I think I even said I was like I'm moving in with my boyfriend. Like, you know, like, I was very just like honest, like I can't do this. Yeah. Sorry. And they're like, we want you to come back, please, please, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are some of the you know, I think there's there's this kind of fantasy, especially people that are that date within the industry, of like this fantasy of like, oh my god, like when we're both in a Broadway show, like we'll like go to we'll go to work at the same time, we'll finish at the same time, we'll go have a drink after, and then we'll go home and we'll go to bed and we'll live our Broadway life. And that is happens, but is also there are also times when one person is doing a show, the other person is auditioning. And it kind of flip-flops. One person is traveling. One person is doing a show. Can't travel to get to them. What are some of the uh, challenges of being Broadway husbands? You know, what are some of the things that, that you've found are... Well, the, the, I mean, the challenges are real. Mm-hmm. It is not always that easy. Twice, we've both been in Broadway shows at the same time. Mm-hmm. Billy Elliot and literally and our stage mermaid. doors were across yeah, that the street. Was, oh, cute. But the downside like to moment. that was that we would. The good side was that we every night we w- we actually would go together and mm-hmm. it was really fun. But my show was three hours long and his was only like two hours and twenty minutes. <laughs> Bye. See you at home. <laughs> so st- I could get a good Oprah episode in yeah, before he got home. Str- yeah. was great. <laughs> the struggle with that was that if I got home and he hadn't figured out what we were going to eat. 
And I was like, I would be what have you I'd been be doing? Like, exactly. Like, I'd be so that mad. was kind of the struggle there. Or like if the dishes aren't done, you're like, you what have, have you 30 extra minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of the struggle then. I was a fish tonight, okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was nice. And then when I when I did Amazing Grace, he was doing On the Town. Mm-hmm. And so that and was... And Paramore and... Oh, and Paramore too. Uh, and American, American Paris. Paris. Yeah. yeah. So there was like a good stint where... The, like when we moved down, like, like the Needlelanders on 40th Street, mm-hmm. all of a sudden Bryant Park became our place. Yeah, like and we mm-hmm. like we got to know that area. There, yeah. But when we were up on 46th Street, we were always at like Worldwide Plaza. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny how that shifted. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. the the challenges really are have been when he's working or I'm working out of town. Like when I've gone on the road, um, you know, like the first time I went on the road, we had just bought our apartment. And I was like, I had, you know, you're in this like nesting mood. You're like, I just bought my first home and I'm with my, my spouse and I want to just be with him. And you're like, now I'm going on the road. Um, that was really hard. Um, but we set up a rule, like we don't go longer than three weeks. I think we learned on that tour that that was something. Anything longer than three weeks. weeks. Really? Somewhere around three weeks, you start to get a little like, Mm. uh, like, I'm just Mm -hmm. going to lose my mind right now if I don't see you. Um, so even if it's just for 24 hours, mm-hmm. just make a point to try to do that. That's helped a lot. Um, and then also just the, un- the finance stuff is so, cause it's so unsteady. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go through these moments where, you know, we're just not sure how it's going to work out. And it uh-huh. usually does. <laughs> Somehow it does. It Somehow does. it <laughs> works out, but you're just not quite sure it will or how it will, but it will. Yeah. No. <laughs> Caleb has a great mantra about that. You want to share your, your mantra? Please, I, share it, I, have the, I don't have the words, but like, cause I had it written down, but I don't remember it. But like life is a car tour around the United States and you don't, and if gas is money, you don't want to have a tour of gas stations. So you kind of have to, is that the one you were wanting? No, I was thinking of um, <laughs> money, money comes. Oh, money comes easily and frequently. Yeah. So I say, I, like yeah. every time you make money, I write that down because yeah. money comes easily and frequently. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ignore that last mantra. Yeah. That was, that was a bad good. story. I feel like that. Maybe like that one more. I don't know. Yeah. You should write a song about it. I yeah. might. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We yeah. also say stuff Life like that when we're trying to find parking tour. spots. <laughs> <laughs> I was driving down the road. I was thinking more up tempo. Oh, see, I was going like glory days. Oh. Kind of vibes. Totally. Totally. Like run away with me, Sam. What was that? Well, there is a song in in glory days that's like. It's like a gay song. Oh, but he's yeah. like, we were in the car and we didn't kiss, but then we kissed because we're gay. Like something <laughs> why like that. Do you, <laughs> why do you know that? Wait, this is the show that, that show opened and closed the same day. night, right? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're obsessed. Well, no, I think someone like sang it in college. Uh-huh. And no, then, in the do they do the Mind Your School of or? Business, remember? Yeah. In the auditorium? Yeah. That must have been for... Stargazing Cabaret. Yep. Do yeah. they do that regionally? Like, what's the deal with that? Yeah. I, don't, I, don't I don't think know. so. Anywhere. There I mean, is a cast dead. album, though. There is. They okay. did a cast album. Oh. Well, there you go. So, I don't just, like, know it. Know I, I don't it know. From, like, you get the, the t-shirts you're wearing. Who knows? Look. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't come. Speaking of your life. Don't come for your, your like, desired market like that, okay? <laughs> oh, okay. You're designing the Broadway t-shirts, yeah. okay? So, don't... <laughs> Well, I think that's kind of a good segue into your other side of your life, which is um, a life coach. Yeah. And a a brand 
thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so bad at that stuff. So I won't, I'll let you talk about it. I don't how- know how good I am talking about it. I mean, it's something that just sort of, it just sort of happened. I, I, you know, I, I love helping people. I love being of service. And I think that there's a real, um, need in our industry to help change, especially the mindset within the community of understanding, like just what we're talking about here. I think it's one of the things that I love about your podcast is I think it helps people un- get perspective and understand mm-hmm. the, you know, a mantra can help you mm-hmm. with your finances or knowing you're not alone. Um, but also, you know, people were coming to me constantly like, how did you get this? How did you get your agent? How did you produce your cabaret? how did you do these things? And I was like, well, I can coach people how to do those things. So I, I realized that actually, I think it was like somewhere on, I think it was like on all that chat, somebody had like tagged <laughs> me on something and it was like, I'm looking for a Broadway life coach kind of thing. And I was like, Hey, that's kind of an interesting title. And no one had the domain. And I was like, broadwaylifecoach.com. <laughs> um, done. And, and then I got my certification as a life coach through, um, through an organization uh, called IPEC, and that was during Amazing Grace. I used Amazing Grace money to pay okay. for that. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah, Amen. <laughs> and then, um, and then I, while I was doing Paramore, I was coaching. I would do coachings backstage in my dressing room, and you know, I do it all over um, internet. And I was like on stage, literally one day, and I was like, "Put on your." ice cream sunday clothes that's hilarious and all of a sudden the t-shirt uh brand stuff started coming mm-hmm. and you know just started getting all the ideas like i have a hat that says finishing the oh, <laughs> funny um so you know <laughs> it's cute I love it. it's super fun um and then so the broadway life and then i started to realize the big thing i think most actors are not understanding is that who they are outside of the business is just as important as who they are within the business. And so the life part I think is really what's more important to me is helping people understand that if you can balance your whole life, mm-hmm. you can balance the, not just the business and, and your craft, but you know, how are you feeling good about yourself? How are you eating? Are you doing things that are fun that have nothing right. to do with your career? Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna actually be much more successful and you're actually gonna be relatable and you're gonna bring a lot to to the work that you do. Yeah. Well, I think that's like very valuable. I mean, it's not an easy industry. And I think people oftentimes don't know that you can you can like outsource help and guidance through things that are not easy. You know, people go to therapy, people have life coaches, people like an outside perspective often is like super, super helpful and important in navigating those waters. And accountability. And I think mm-hmm. you know, having somebody who's been there, who's done it, I think the thing, the difference between a life coach, I think a lot of people don't understand is, and a therapist, is that a therapist really helps you understand your past and what sort of brought you to where you are. But a coach really helps you get towards the future. What's mm-hmm. your plan? Let's plot. Let's, let's figure out what's getting in your way of getting there. Yeah. I think that's really, really um, something that doesn't really exist in our community. So it's yeah. re- it's exciting that you have that. And thanks. Have also like designed really cute T-shirts. So that's <laughs> oh, yeah, I should say really since, like, since we're plugging, I should yeah, plug. Right. I'm launching my very first Broadway Life Summit. It's yeah. online on the 23rd of September, and it's free. Um, it's 12 different interviews with I've got Ken Davenport. I've mm-hmm. got. Um, 
Annalisa Lemming. I've got, um, so it's really, I've got all these people who are like acting coaches, audition coaches, mindset, social media coaches. And it's really five days of just up-leveling your, your life, your craft, and your business. That's really, really exciting. Yeah. So where can people find information on Broadwaylifesummit.com. Broadwaylifesummit.com. And it's when? It launches September 23rd. Okay. Um, and then you guys have another program that's coming up too, right? Yeah, we have um, the Broadway Performing Arts Academy, um, which is an after-school program for kids from the ages of three to nine. And it's at the Broadway Presbyterian Church. And classes start September 17th. That's next week. Yeah, which is next week. Um, um, but, you know, if people have kids and are interested in yeah. sending their kids, um, go to, what is it? What's what? Broadway Performing Arts Academy. Academy.com. Academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and there'll be Saturday mornings, too. So if you're like, your kid's running around your apartment Saturday mornings and you want somewhere for them to burn off their energy. Send them to us. We got you. to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to ask quickly about, you know, you mentioned earlier you were a principal dancer mm-hmm. at, at New York City Ballet, is that That's right? That's right, yeah. Um, what was the, you and then you talked about getting your audition for Billy Elliot. Mm-hmm. Have there been any challenges in kind of navigating those different waters? Like, or did you feel like you knew because you kind of had Brett well, as like I mean, a Broadway person? Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that I, I get good insight or have gotten insight from him as I was, you know, going transitioning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, every situation is different. I mean, I'm sure you can all agree that like, no matter what audition you go in, usually it, it's run a little bit different or the people, you know, the, they obviously respond differently. And every show that you do is always different mm-hmm. because it's run completely different and there's always different people. Um, you know, it's been really helpful obviously to have him and, and, you know, and I, I think that I'm able to help him as well, you know? Um, but yeah, it, it, it's been good. It's definitely been good. But I mean, I don't know. There's always situations that happen that I'm like, well, how would you have prepared for that? You know? Right. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, it sounds like you, you got to kind of like dive into that Paula Abdul I did. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. And I think, I think while I was doing Hello Dolly, that was my moment of like, if you never get to be a Madonna backup dancer <laughs> or Paula Abdul backup dancer, this is what that is for you. Yeah, and totally. I would tell myself that all the time because of the audience was just so crazy. And I would mm-hmm. always be like, this is what it would be like. Yes. <laughs> you are that to a very specific person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially with Miss... They loved Miss... The Divine Miss Anne. They yeah. loved her, the yeah. audience. So oh, that yeah. was kind of like my... Yeah, I had that moment many times there. I'd be like, this is that thing yeah, you got to have it all, yeah. both, both aspects. What is the Bette Midler Halloween party like? Um, <laughs> That's it, a great question. It, this is what I... The costumes are unbelievable. Um, it was really cool the year that I was there, um, Bon Jovi performed, and I was like freaking out. <laughs> I was like, so is, wild. It was so cool. And yeah, I mean, it was awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great. For those of you who don't know, Bette Midler like hosts a legendary Halloween party yeah. every single year. Yeah. Halloween, yeah. Halloween, yes. That's right. It's and, a charity um, event. Yeah, and is it at St. John of the Divine? That's right. Yep. 
which is the cathedral by my house. And, and we're all invited. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, it was a very cool event. Very, very cool. Dad, make that happen. Get us invites. <laughs> <laughs> Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, Brett, part of your part of your Broadway life brand, mm-hmm. it, you have apparel. Like, <laughs> you have apparel that you've designed... Yes, I do, and I sew it myself. No, <laughs> seamstress. <laughs> that part, that part is a is is sourced out. Yes, but but um, I am a big merch fan. Obviously, I'm wearing my bright Huge. star shirt today, and uh, so this is a special Broadway Life Apparel edition of Merch Madness. Okay, so. Today, we have two shirts that were designed by Brett for Broadway Life Apparel. Now, they're inspired by Broadway shows, things that are happening now, things that have happened recently, mm-hmm. but they're the, your own little, like, cute, like, graphic tee, like, yeah, twist Yeah, trying on to be, it. like, witty, you Like, know? is it, like, oh, a theater shirt, how, I didn't know. Exactly. Exactly. Because that's the one thing for me, I, I always would be annoyed if it was just, like, lame is. You yeah, know, sure, totally. Sure, sure. But maybe if it was an empty chair at an empty table, <gasps> clever. Just, oh my, very cute. <laughs> Is that a shirt that exists? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, that could have won today. I think. <laughs> <laughs> today we have um, we have two shirts here. We have a red tank top. This is inspired by the the least the the recent revival of Hello Dolly, which uh, all their merch was just like red with like white letters that said like who was starring and then hello dolly like it was very like very bright red um i have the t-shirt i never wear it i just bought it because i was like well i'm seeing bet midler so i have to buy the shirt that says bet midler hello dolly um we have an adorable tank top here that says put on your clothes and then there's a picture of a little ice cream sundae <laughs> and that comes in a t-shirt and tank top oh my god variations this is cute so this is like perfect this is perfect gym wear like conversation starter you're definitely gonna get like multiple like double takes um it's really really cute it's a good red it's not too bright so it's not gonna look crazy on everyone's skin tones and i like that the um the the lettering is it's not like so white either. Like it looks like a cute graphic tee that you could find at like Urban Outfitters or something like that. This is very cute. Thank you. Really fun. And Thank then you. of course, I had to review the Beetlejuice inspired shirt, 
which is the uh, the same kind of font of our logo, but instead of Beetlejuice, 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 it says Lydia, Lydia, Lydia. Mm-hmm. Now, you know we stand a strong female lead here at Equity One. This is amazing. <laughs> I like I love I love this. This is so fun. I'm surprised I haven't seen like fans coming to the theater in this shirt. Like this is incredible. Thanks. Um and it's a softer a, it's a softer shirt. It is soft. It's it's black <laughs> and it has it's really cute. It has the, you know, the alternating black and white. This is a really tough week for me because obviously I'm really drawn to the Beetlejuice shirt because I'm in the show. So like the more Beetlejuice merch I have, the better. You're also seeing these shirts for the first time. This is this is a hot take. You haven't lived with them. You haven't worn them yet. But I have to say, the winner of this week's Merch Madness is put on your Sunday clothes. (gasps) Wow. I know. Caleb was was about to roll his eyes because he thought I was going to pick the Beetlejuice one. (laughs) Well, Caleb, I am fair and balanced, okay? And I think this is so, so cute. Thanks. This is amazing. So congratulations. It's done really well for Disney Gay Days. Oh, okay. People sure. need a red shirt for that. Oh, so oh, they need a red shirt. Yeah, because that's like the th- emblem that Code. it's like I'm a gay here for gay days at Disney. Oh, interesting. You wear a red shirt, so that's actually been a very popular shirt for that event. Gays I love that. And this Peter, is probably so, played. This is probably played no less than seven times a minute and on Main Street or whatever. Right. It is. is. Like, <laughs> it's so it's true. Like, they only play like four songs. <laughs> In, like so, on the loop. I'm yeah. so proud of you right now. That's so great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, but like, can we purchase your shirts? Yeah, BroadwayLifeApparel.com. They are for sale. And I have some that are not show related and some that are like, I have one shirt that I love that's like, uh, keep calm, I'm the understudy. That's like one of my favorites. Um, and then that, of course, Mark, who's Mark? Hashtag full out. Um, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I play around. Like the, the ideas just like pop and I'm like, I'm going to do that. Um, it's been a, kind of a fun creative project and, um, you know, for me to be a th- like a hidden theater nerd. Yeah. You know, love like that. I'm a theater nerd. Yeah. But can you get it? But you have uh-huh. to be, you have to be cool to like see it. Yeah. And then you just get like the nod. Yeah. Oh, you know, like, uh, cool shirt. Got it. <laughs> cool shirt. I have that bootleg. Yeah. Totally, you know, totally. yeah. <laughs> cool, but not cool at all. <laughs> cool. Okay. So I think we're going to move to a game. Oh, yes. Games. Games. Game time. This, uh, it's like the newlyweds a little bit. Okay. So Nervous. you have to go into our sound studio and you have to like hum to yourself a little bit so you can't hear the questions that are happening outside. Oh, do you want, so, you want me to go first? Do you want to? Yeah. Okay, here we go. All right, Steven is exiting the table. And we'll, and we'll knock when Oh, switch. God, I'm nervous. You should be. No, I'm just kidding. It's fun. It's a game. It's, fun. it's a game. <laughs> but if Give you get the answers wrong, we'll find out. Okay. Get some gummies. Gummy bear. Okay. Ready, Brett? Fuel. I'm Rhett. Okay, and remember your answers. We'll all remember the answers, but... Yeah. yeah. I'll write them down. Okay. okay. I was going to say I'll write them down. You can hear him. <laughs> Is he singing? Hello, I don't think Dolly? you can hear it, but he's humming right now. Very good at following directions. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, number one, who wakes up first? Me. Number two, what's Steven's favorite ballet step? He is singing. Um, <laughs> favorite ballet step? Double tour. Okay, number three, 
How tall is Steven? 6'2". <laughs> Number Here four. Singing is hilarious. This is amazing. <laughs> Number four. How does Steven press the toothpaste bottle? From the front or the back? The front. Oh, my oh God. no. He's got to go from the back. Okay. Come back. Okay. Last one. Question number five. Steven spends too much time doing this. Sleeping. <gasps> oh. Never too much. Okay. Well, that's the last question for Okay. You. I'm going to go so, retrieve Steven. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well. Okay, so Brett answered, we are going to give you five different questions. Okay. And you can hear Brett saying this. The studio audience went wild, so we can't wait for you to hear the Ah, answers. But these are your questions. Okay. And you're answering... You know the rules. Yeah, yeah, you know the rules. Different questions. Different questions. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. In basic fall bitch fashion, is Brett a pumpkin spice latte, boots and plaid, or an apple orchard? Um, Boots and plaid. Okay. Number two. What was your first date? It was at Joe Allen's. So theater, so (laughs) (laughs) Brett is also following instructions and singing in the back. Number three. If Brett was any Disney character, who would he be? The evil queen. Number four. What color eyes does Brett have? Blue. Okay. Number five. On a scale of one to ten, how was the first meal Brett made you? I would say a five. <laughs> what was it? It was this fish with um, this like really hot, oh, cayenne pepper. And he put like way too much cayenne pepper on. And I came home and he was super excited to give it to me. And I could like, I kept eating it, but it was like burning. <laughs> okay, that's going to be, bo- that's going to be a bonus question is what was the meal? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Cool. All right, we're All right, ready. We're good. <laughs> Both of you were wonderful sports and followed instructions to to hum in the bathroom. (laughs) What were you humming, Brett? Can you guess? We were we We were listening. We were Sunday clothes. Uh, Uh, what were you humming? Um, like the Jeopardy theme, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's match game music under this. Okay, Okay. so I'm gonna ask you the question, Stephen. Then I ask Brett, and we're gonna see if the answers are the same or not. Who wakes up first? Brett. (laughs) <laughs> ding 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 Stephen what is your favorite ballet step <laughs> towards a day oh, is that hello. wrong <laughs> unfortunately what did you say oh d- double, double tour, tour. Oh, oh sorry okay uh, Stephen how tall are you 6'2 right okay, okay. <laughs> Stephen how do you press the toothpaste bottle from the front or the back um, from the back Wait, what do you mean, press it? Like, it, to get the toothpaste out. From... Oh, the front. That's correct. That is correct. Boo. boo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I feel so joined right now. All right. Uh, Steven, you spend too much time doing this. What, eating chips? Oh, that's a good <laughs> Or watching figure skating? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. Brett, what did you say? Sleeping. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's good insight, though. For two questions, follow-up. What brand of chips? Mm. Doritos. What flavor Doritos? 
Cool Ranch. Okay, that is uh. the correct answer. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I would have also accepted Tostitos Lime. But wait, you I like skimmed talk. right over the figure skating. But we're going to get to it. Okay, all right. Figure skating. Tell us about that. So, yeah, I mean, I follow it some years more than others. Mm-hmm. And... I, you know, I grew up watching, you know, like Nancy Kerrigan and Chrissy Yamaguchi and then obviously Michelle Kwan and Tara Lipinski, those years, like Michelle Kwan was like a really, like really inspiring. She's a legend. She's a legend and she inspired me so much and I always... She just never won the gold. So. But no, that's she was legendary. a five-time world champion and 10-time U.S. national defensive champion. defensive when I say that. And Olympic silver and bronze But medalist. she didn't win gold. And she had longevity that nobody else ever had. <laughs> So and do people she, who don't win Tony Awards are they do they are they not the greatest? No, well, they're they're the, great. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Anyways, <laughs> so, you know, I was just I, I, you know I become obsessed with it, especially during the Olympics and especially in the fall. It'll start they'll start showing it again. But it's hard, you know, like the older you get, you know, the kids just keep getting younger and younger, and you're like, mm-hmm. I can't really relate Where's to Tara? these people. Yeah. Where's no, Tara? Where's Tara? <laughs> How is? How is figure skating right now? Is it a good time for figure skating? Yeah, there's this fierce Russian girl named Zagitova. She won the gold the last Olympics. She's phenomenal. Yeah, there's a lot of great, and there's a lot of good guys. Um, Nathan Chen, who's like unbelievable. He's like the Roger Federer of figure skating right now. He can do like quads in any any jump quad. I mean, he's amazing. Okay. Great. Thanks to YouTube listeners. Okay, Brett, are you ready? Okay, I don't know if I'm ready, but yes. Okay. <laughs> In basic fall bitch fashion, would you identify as a pumpkin spice latte, boots and plaid, or an apple orchard? Apple orchard. Uh, pumpkin spice latte. Oh, no. really? Boots and boots plaid. Boots and plaid. Come Steven. on. Okay. <laughs> great start. Great start. Okay, number two. Winning. What was your first date? Where was your first? Date? Where was your first date? Uh, Joe Allen's. Mm-hmm. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Okay. Number three. So on brand. <laughs> I know I said that so broadly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know. If you could be any Disney character, who would it be? It's hard. Mickey Mouse. Ugh. Oh. Could you say? The evil queen. Oh, that's, yeah, I do like her. <laughs> but they didn't say villain, so. Oh, all right. Oh. <laughs> Okay, Brett, what color eyes do you have? Blue. Solid. <laughs> hey, okay. Last question. On a scale of one to ten, how was the first meal you made for Stephen? Oh, God. And what was it? <laughs> what was it as a, as a follow-up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I th- I, the meal I think you're thinking of, was it the fish? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was, <laughs> was probably a one or a two. <laughs> And I got this like recipe off of Oprah.com, and it was a cat cora recipe, and it was like Greek fish with, um, with pepper. What was it? Uh, cayenne <laughs> pepper. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it was like, like rub rub like a, t- a teaspoon of cayenne on it, and I think I put a tablespoon of cayenne yeah. on it. <laughs> <laughs> and this was during the, the time when he was in Little Mermaid and I was in Billy Elliot. So, so I would come home later, I would come home and I'd be like, what did you make me? And some nights he'd be like, like or what, what are we eating? He'd be like, I don't know. And then this was one night. He was I was like, like, here, I made, I made this made tilapia. Like, here, I made this like, tilapia. And he was so sweet because <laughs> he started eating it and his eyes are watering <laughs> and I'm like bulging out of his head. 
And he's like, I'm like, how is it? And he's like, it's really good. I, you know, I, 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 I ate the whole thing. He kept eating it. It was so sweet. <laughs> this is actually a Little House on the Prairie episode. I watched it recently. Uh, really? Yes. No, it's not. Yes. Tell us. I don't know any of their names, but. Right. The, uh, the brunette Laura. girl. Laura. But who was the like, annoying girl that was bl- Nell? Blonde, the blonde girl? And she yeah. owned the restaurant. I don't know her name. Yeah, well, yeah. she didn't know how to cook, so Laura made a chicken with the cayenne pepper on it and served it to another boy because she said she made it herself. Mm-hmm. So, sabotage. So my oh life my is god. Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. Oh my god. You are Laura Ingalls Wilder. It was Wilder. Little House in Astoria at the time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys um, tied three and three oh. on the game. So you did okay. You did pretty well. So we should stay married. Yeah, you know each other equally as well. <laughs> <laughs> You're equally on the same page. <laughs> well, with that, we're going to close out the episode. Thank you all so much. Thank for you. For having us. And talking with us. Where can people find you on social media if they'd like to buy a t-shirt, coach with you, come to the summit, or um, send their kids to class on Saturday morning. Well, you can you can check out broadwayhusbands.com that we have a blog, and then um, follow that on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then we each have our own individual channels, which is Brett Shuford and... And Stephen R. Hanna. Don't forget the letter R. R. You can find the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at Equity One Podcast and on Twitter at Equity One underscore. Also, uh, shoot us an email at equityonepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you'd like to hear, some your reviews on the show. We love feedback. And also, don't forget to grab your Equity One merchandise, Henny, at cafepress.com slash equity one. Caleb, where can we find you? Uh, on everywhere at Caleb Dickey. And you can find me at Elliot Maddox on everything. Until next time, cheers! It's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E 
org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.